if we would use for a subject this, this, this morning, we want to ask a question to you. Are you abiding in Jesus? Are you abiding in Jesus? So would you turn to your neighbor and just ask them, are you abiding in Jesus? Thank you. Thank you so much. Of course, John begins again by saying, I am the true vine. Jesus is talking. And my father is the vine grower. Mm -hmm. Then he says, he removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. In other words, he desires for us to be what? Fruitful. Yes. And, and if we choose not to be fruitful, mm. for he can move us mm. out of the way. Mama, mama, mama. Every branch that bears fruit, mm. he prunes to make it bear more fruit. Now, let me be quite honest with you. After all these many years that I have been preaching, I did not really understand that verse until last August when I, when I had that stroke. That, that, that was a particular pruning time for me. And some of you all know about pruning because uh, the spring is already upon us and, and some of you have gardens and, and, and you plant your flowers and all. And every once in a while, you have to prune that plant. Is that right? Yeah. In, in order for that plant to continue to grow. And, and, and my stroke for me was a particular pruning time. And uh, of course... I wondered about it. I said, Lord, you have just asked me to come and serve the church on this level that you have put me on. And now, Father, I'm having to experience this. Uh-huh. Yes. And, but, but where he took me was to the, the book of James. And when he talked about it in that uh, first chapter about counted all joy. Yes. When trials, when you come in trials, for, for that will help produce your character, and he, he will give you what? Endurance. Oh, yes. And so I had to begin to look at it like that, instead of saying, why me, Lord, at this time? Well, why not you? Hallelujah. Yes, yes. But, but what it has done, it has brought me so much closer to him oh yes it has brought me so much closer to him and I thank him so much for it so I hope you don't mind me testifying and witness to that just, just for a, a moment because I, I, I want to let you know how good God has, has been to me on, on August 
7th of last year, I was finishing up my walk uh, in, in Belleville, up there at the Shrine of Our Lady of the Snows. It's a, it's a Catholic shrine, but I walk up there sometimes. And when I was concluding my walk, I kind of felt myself going down on my right side. And I went on inside and sat down a while and got myself composed and I went on back to my home. And I was not feeling as well as I know I should have been, but I didn't say anything to my wife or my son. So we had uh, planned the day, the next day we was going over to St. Louis to a farmer's market and I didn't want to interrupt that. So, but I know I wasn't feeling up to driving, so I asked Muriel, do you mind driving? And she said no, so she drove. And we got over there to the farmer's market and started uh, walking around in the market, and I was walking just a little behind her. And then, all of a sudden, I felt uh, my right foot drag. I felt it drag. And then when we finished the walk, I said, Muriel, do you have our insurance card with you? And she got all excited. Well, what is it? What's wrong? I said, well, I think I'm having a light stroke. Yes, but the good thing is that God let me know. Hallelujah. Yeah, that, that, that he let me know. Um, he did not have to let me know what was going on, but he let me know. And we got to the hospital, and they admitted me there, and I stayed there from that Saturday to Tuesday. And, of course, they did uh, these tests and the MRIs and all of that and discovered that I had this stroke on the left side of my brain. So it, has, it affected my speech and some comprehension, so I've gone through some speech therapy and some occupational therapy. But let me tell you, that's not the go end ahead, of it. It's all right. In, in September of that, that same year, a month right after the stroke, one of the pastors that served in the district where I served, her son committed suicide. Yes. And so, of course, I'm still going through the stroke experience, but I'm still having to minister to, to her and her family. But the good Lord has held me up for that. Yes. And uh, he allowed me to preach that service the Sunday after the young man had committed suicide. And the good Lord allowed me to stand up mm -hmm. and to talk like I'm talking now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm telling you, that is what he did after I had a stroke. Mm -hmm. But he did not stop me from reading and preaching his word. Go ahead, oh, hallelujah. Go ahead, go ahead. And every time I've had a chance to preach or teach since then, he's allowed me to stand. Mm -hmm. and, and after I got through preaching, then I would start back to stammering and all of that. Mm -hmm. But any time I had to stand in his face, go ahead, go ahead. hallelujah, go ahead. he gave me power yeah. Yeah. to preach. Yeah. Yeah. Say that. So that was, that was a, about my pruning experience. Mm -hmm. And I thank God. For that. Now, verse 3, let's go on. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. He say, Abide in me, 
abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. In other words, Jesus was saying that he could not do anything unless he abided in the vine, even with his father. And he's talking to us, letting us know, if we are going able to be fruitful in him, that he is the vine and we are the branches. And we are going to have to what? Abide in him. Verse 5 says, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit. Because apart from me, you can do what? Nothing. So there's no need of acting like that we can do anything without Jesus. Uh, uh, So the question is, are you you abiding in in Jesus? He says, verse 6. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. Have you observed any Christians? Now, I know we don't have them up here in Zion. But, but there are some Christians that's walking around withered. Uh, they, 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 they don't have uh, any in a joy in, in their lives. And, 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 and you, just, uh, you just wonder about why they don't have any joy in their lives. But the Bible says here in verse 6, whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches, branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. And then he says, verse 7, If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. Oh, hallelujah. Have you experienced that in your life? Has Jesus answered any prayers for you? Oh, oh, hallelujah. That's what he's talking about here. When you abide in him, and you abide in him, and your words, his words abide in you. He said, ask for whatever you wish. Mm. Now, he's not going to bless you to go out here and hit no lotto. <laughs> yes, sir. So, so don't, even, don't even go there. <laughs> go ahead, you in the house. Don't even go there with Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. He's talking about something that's right. Something that's good. Something that's going to help somebody. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah, I know you might say, well, if I hit the lotto, I can do this and I can do that. You can do all you need to do with Jesus. You can do all you need to do with him if you allow him to. He says, my father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. As the father has loved me, 
So I have loved you. Abide in my love. Oh, hallelujah. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Do you hear Jesus say he kept his Father's commandments? Now, if Jesus had to keep his Father's commandments, what about us? Oh, hallelujah. Uh, we act like we can live in the kind of way that we want to live. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus did not live in the kind of way he wanted to live. He had to be faithful to his Father's word. And he stayed faithful to it all the way to the cross. Oh, oh, hallelujah. Jesus was not dipping and dabbing this and that. No, he stayed what? Faithful to the word of his father that sent him. Is that right? Oh, hallelujah. That's the only way that, that we're going to be able to follow him. We got to stay faithful to him. He said, I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Do y'all remember the gospel singer Shirley Caesar? Did not she sing a song that said, This joy that I have, oh hallelujah, the world cannot take it away from from me because the world did not what? Give it to me. Oh hallelujah. The the world cannot take something that it didn't give you. Oh oh, hallelujah. So, So don't you let nothing... Hallelujah. Take your joy. Don't you let nobody take your joy. Because your joy is tied up in your relationship with Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. If you are abiding in Jesus, just keep on keeping a smile on your face. Keep on running this race. No matter what they say about you. Just keep on Keep it on. Oh, hallelujah. Because he said he wants your joy to be complete. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. That is Jesus talking to us. Hallelujah. He said, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Lord, have mercy. Now, you know, we need to stay right there, don't we? (laughs) We need to stay right there just for a few moments. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Lord, have mercy. Don't you know if we love like Jesus loved, we will never have no mess Nowhere. Wouldn't be no mess in the home. Wouldn't be no mess in the church. Wouldn't be no mess in the world. All we would have to do is what? Love like Jesus loved us. Oh, hallelujah. But if you abide in him, he will give you that kind of love. But you have to abide in him. And you have to wake up with Jesus on your mind. You have to wake up with him on your mind. 
and, and in the noonday, you have to still be thinking about it. Yes, sir. And then when the, the evening time comes, Jesus still got to be on your mind. And then when you get sleepy, just before you go to sleep, you ought to talk about Jesus. <laughs> talk to him and, and pray to him just before you go to sleep. So if at all possible, you can even what? Dream. Oh, hallelujah. You can dream about him. No one has greater love than this. And to lay down one's life for one's friends. He said, you are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer because the servant or the slave does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you, what, friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. Y'all know the song, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. All our sins and what? Grieves to bear. He's letting us know that we are his friends. And, and, and that he desires to be a friend to us. Then he says, you did not what? You did not choose me. But I chose you. And I appointed you. To go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask him in my name. He said, I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. All he's saying to us is that he has given us everything we need to do what we need to do to represent him. Oh, yes, he has given us the recipe to be fruitful. Yes, oh, yes, he has given us the recipe to turn Peoria upside down. All we need to do is what? Follow him. Yes, sir, and love him and love one another. Yes, sir, and be what you say you are. The greatest loving church go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the world. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes. Don't just say that, go ahead. but be that. Hallelujah. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. And, and, and I'm a witness that if you be that, they'll have to put chairs up and down these aisles. Oh, oh, hallelujah. Because there, there are some people in Peoria this morning that needs your love. They need your love every day of the week. Oh, hallelujah. And, and just give it to them. Every opportunity you can, give it to them. Go out here on these streets. There are people on the street. Go out here and talk to them about Jesus. Let them know that Jesus is alive and that Jesus is well and that whatever they need, Jesus can what? Help them with that. Because you know about that, don't you? Oh, hallelujah. You know what Jesus can do. 
And when you know that, then we are under obligation to share that. Yes, sir. Now let me yes, share sir. this with you, and yes, we won't be much longer. Right, I know we, we we got another service today, but if you are you abiding in Jesus, mm-hmm. I want you to know that when you abide in Jesus, the world is not going to like that. Yeah. I just want to get you ready for it. Yeah. Okay, all right, because. He continues by saying, verse 18, Jesus is still talking. He says, if the world hates you, be aware that it hated me before it hated you. Yeah, yeah so, so he's just getting us ready to, to let us know that if the world hates you, don't get all bent out of shape because the world Hate you. Want you to know the world hated me also. Mm. And that if you're going to follow me, Mm. then the world is going to what? Hate Hate you. you. Uh So just don't get out out of shape about that. Mm. Just learn and understand that's a part of the what? Territory. Yes, when you are following Jesus, everybody is not going to like you. I was speaking to a group of retired pastors and their wives uh, not too long ago, and I was asking them, letting them know uh, that there are, are enemies, and, you know, that there are people who are your enemies. And this, this lady said, well, well, I didn't know uh, I had any enemies. Well, evidently, she wasn't following Jesus. <laughs> Watch out now. Because if you follow Jesus, you're going to have some enemies. Oh, yes, because people people don't like folks that follow Jesus. They're going to try and do something to you. They're going to lie on you. Oh, yes. Well, she wasn't doing nothing. So I want you all to know, I ain't said a word. No, I, I, I let that go. <laughs> it continues by saying that if you belong to the world, yeah, yeah. the world will love you as its own. Mm-hmm. Because you do not belong to the world. But I have chosen you out of the world. Therefore, the world hates you. Yes. Now, this is Jesus talking. Yes, this is Jesus talking. So so you just need to understand what Jesus is saying here. Remember the word that I said to you. Servants are not greater than their master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. Yes, that's that's simply what he's saying. That if they they heard me, Mm. they will hear you. But if they didn't hear me, Mm. they're not going to hear you. And if they persecuted me, Mm. 
they're going to persecute you. So, so, so just what? Just get ready for it. Yes, yes. But don't worry about it because Jesus got your back. Uh-huh. Yes. You, you, you just let them say whatever they're going to say about you. But you just keep on trusting the living God. And then he say, but they will do all these things to you on account of what? My name. Because they do not know him who sent me. Oh, yes. All you do is just keep on praying for them. You keep on calling their name in prayer. That's what you do. Don't you let them disturb your relationship with Jesus. Because if you're not careful, they will disturb your relationship with Jesus. Yes, and you will go to bed with a headache. You will go to bed with a headache, and guess what? You will wake up with a headache. (laughs) Don't you let people make you sick. My brothers and sisters, people can make you sick. (laughs) Oh, yes, they will send you to the doctor. They will send you to the hospital. Oh, yes, they will send you to Walgreens. (laughs) So don't you let people make you sick. You just keep calling their name in prayer and and keep allowing Jesus' spirit to live in your life and to allow his joy to continue to rule and reign in your life. Don't you let people make you sick. If if I had not come and spoken to them, they would not have sinned. But now... They have what? No excuse for their sin. So we don't have no excuse for sinning, do we? Oh, no, because he done came and he done told us what it is. Oh, yes. And if we sin, we just need to get ready to deal with the what? The consequences. Yes, because he done told us about it. Not only did he tell us about it, but he became sin for us. Yes, he became sin for us and literally died for us. He became the, the, the pastor lamb, the lamb of God for us and died for our sins. Oh, hallelujah. We don't really what have to, to sin if we abide in him. Oh, hallelujah. He can keep us from sinning if we abide in him. But you got to abide in him daily. You got to have a relationship with him. He says, whoever hates me hates my father also. He said, if you hate me, you hate my father also. If you hate me, You hate the God that sent me. Oh, yes. Have mercy. If if I had not done among them the works Mm -hmm. that no one else did, 
they would not have sinned. But now they have seen and hated both me and my father. It is it was to fulfill the word that was written in their law. They hated me without a cause. They hated me for nothing. That's what Jesus said. Oh yes. And there are people that will hate you just looking at you. You have not done a thing to them. They just hate you because you look like this. You right about it. You right about it. And you haven't done a thing to them. You're trying to be as nice as you can be. So we can't really understand why. But it's simply sin. That's what it is. People don't understand the power of sin in their lives. People got the nerve to hate you because they're talking about they don't like you. And you ain't never did. I mean, you know you ain't never did nothing to them. But then they're going to go around acting like they don't like you. Sin got them, got their minds clouded. Jesus said that the devil would turn your mind over in a, a reprobate mind. That you will be doing wrong, and you don't even know that you're doing wrong. Have mercy. So when, when people call themselves hating you, then they don't have a clue. So you just let them people go on about their business. Then he said in verse 26, and I declare we're going to close. When the advocate comes... Whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who comes from the Father, he will testify on my behalf. You also are to testify, because you have been with me from the beginning. Now, if Jesus has done anything for you, then it's all right. It's all right for you to go around testifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's all right. Jesus has given us permission to testify. If you don't believe it, keep looking at your Bible. If you don't believe it. He says, when the advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the spirit of what? Truth. Who comes from the Father, he will testify on what? My behalf. You also are to testify because you have been with me from the beginning. If Jesus is alive and well in your life, I mean, you have a testimony. And, and I don't mean a testimony from 10 years ago. Come on, somebody. No. You still have a you should have a fresh testimony. Oh, yes. Ten years ago, yeah, that was fine. But Jesus is still alive. Jesus is the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, yes. So every opportunity you get, 
to witness, to share your faith with somebody, then you do that. Because that's what Jesus has asked you to do. Because Jesus lives in you through the power of his Holy Spirit. The Spirit of truth lives in you. And you cannot what? Keep it. You can't keep it to yourself. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Oh, yes. Yes. When he's, when he's, when he's done something for you. Oh, yes. Every opportunity that you get to share with somebody, you take that yeah, opportunity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't you worry about people not wanting to hear what you got to say. Come on. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Don't, don't you worry about that. Because Jesus has sent you out yeah. to help change the world. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, now, when you share and do all that you could do, then it's done. Mm. Because I believe it's over there in John 12, 44 somewhere. When Jesus said, I did not come to condemn the world. He said, but I came to what? Save the world. He's saying, I'm not going to judge those people who choose not to hear what I have to say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He said, the the very ones who reject the word of God, if you look at that down in there, Jesus will say, the very word that they are rejecting, that's the word that's going to judge them. Yes, the very word that they are rejecting, that's the word that's going to judge them. Jesus said, I didn't come to judge you. Hallelujah. I came to save you. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. And if you are here today, and if you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, I would encourage you to let this day be your opportunity to come to Jesus and to give your life to Jesus. Oh, yes. Come now while the blood is still running warm in your veins. Yes. Don't don't you wait. Don't you wait. If you are here today and have not received him, I would plead with you. I would urge you. And I don't mind getting on my knees. Oh, hallelujah. I don't mind getting on my knees and begging you to come to Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Because that man, that man will take your life. Oh, hallelujah. He will lead and he will guide you all the way home. Oh, yes. Sometimes up, sometimes down. Oh, hallelujah. Sometimes right, sometimes wrong. Oh, hallelujah. But no matter, he's still going to love you. Yes, so when you get an opportunity to come to him, give him your life. Because if you choose not to give him your life now, one day it's going to be too late. Oh, yes, it's going to be too late, and the word is going to judge you. And you're going to have to go where those a place already been set aside for the, for the people who choose not to believe in Jesus. And, and y'all know what that place is called. They, they, they say it's hot there. Yeah, that's what, that's what they say. They say it, it, it's hot there, and, 
and, and, and they're going to want to die, but they can't die. Lord have mercy. But, but, but that's what we're dealing with, my brothers and sisters, girls and boys. Amen. Amen. Amen.